All right. Welcome back, golf nerds. It is great to be back. I am your host, Kyle Serlo, here with another episode of the Golf Guide podcast. I have got my friend, Jess Stemak, here to talk about uh, golf events that have taken place uh, over the last several weeks since we last did uh, did a podcast. And unfortunately, just like our Bandon recap, uh, Jess was having some issues uh, with his audio, and uh, that involves our podcast getting cut off about 80% of the way uh, through, so um, you will hear the podcast come to a, not totally abrupt, but kind of a a, a quick end, uh, in which case it'll go into my outro, so just wanted to give you guys forewarning. I think I've got this taken care of. I am in the process of securing some new recording software that should hopefully remedy this going forward, but uh, I do apologize for the brief uh, yeah, inconvenience of having not totally perfect audio uh, for this podcast, but the conversation is really good, and uh, I think you guys should enjoy it. So without any further delay, let's get to another episode of the Golf Guide Podcast. Enjoy, everybody. I think we are back after a uh, a hiatus of my own doing, boat. I, I <laughs> dude, I have just been so preoccupied between the holidays and everything else like that. I, I I've barely even thought about the podcast, and then I, it came to my mind this morning. You shot me a text, or you, you gave me a phone call, being like, yeah. "Hey, I'm back, from Scottsdale. Let's get a little podcast." I was like, "You know what? Let us let us get a pod going tonight." So, boat, or I should say, Mr. Jess Stemak, my co-host. Yeah. It's great to have you back, brother. I'm glad you have. Uh, Safely journeyed back from the uh, the southwest, where it looks like you had a pretty uh, a nice couple of uh, last few days, my friend. The nice solid, nice solid lineup. Uh, Scottsdale this time of year, Phoenix, Peoria, Goodyear, wherever you are in the surrounding Phoenix area, it is it's really good golf. Phenomenal. What was the uh, what was the occasion? What uh, what what took you all the way down there? I mean, uh, we besides, went, besides you know warm weather in the in the middle of January. Yeah, we went. Uh, Last year for our buddy uh, J.D. Seeger's 40th and like a day in, we're like, so this is kind of, it's going to be an annual thing. Everyone was kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, we're on board. <laughs> and we got some people coming from Texas and the Midwest, Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and uh, North Dakota. So they were like, yeah, this is uh, this is an annual trip. I mean, that's about as good a reason as I think you need. There you go. Simple, simple Omaha. That is delightful. So, I mean, the, the festivities, everything went on without a hitch. There's no, as far as you guys know, no super spreader event. Everybody's just feeling good. Everybody's feeling healthy. Yeah, the golf swings are good. Had two houses. Everyone feels good. Uh, a lot of us have had uh, had tests, and uh, I think we came out unscathed. Uh, pretty much everyone had their own room, so there wasn't a lot of close quarters. And, uh, you know, we're doing just what everyone else is doing. It's one of the things you can do. You're golfing. It's not like we were... Uh, that's right. We were we were nightclubbing or uh, doing any of that. It was, it was uh, we were out in the open air, so everyone felt really comfortable with it, and uh, just an absolute blast of a trip. Be honest with me though, you missed the clubs, didn't you? <laughs> uh, I don't go to uh, Scottsdale for the clubs, that's for sure. Mm, mm, damn shame. Can't can't yeah. say I've ever been to a club in Scottsdale or really anywhere for that matter. But I'll, I'll bet you they're good, boat. I'll, I'll bet you they're real, real good. Who would uh, any highlights from the weekend? No, uh, you know, just uh, uh, we played Quintero, which is supposedly uh, one of the 
nicest uh, public course in Arizona, uh, number one in a lot of publications. That was out in Peoria, and that was an absolute treat. Okay. Um, that was on Friday. Uh, Saturday, we did uh, The Raven, which is in uh, pretty much downtown Phoenix. It's uh, right across the street from the Legacy Golf Resort. Um, really nice track, awesome condition, great people. <clears throat> and then uh, Sunday, we did the Golf Club of Estrella in Goodyear. Um, fantastic golf course. Some of the fastest greens you're ever going to play in your life. It was just uh, just a great trip. Hmm. Damn. I got to say, I'm a, I'm a little jealous. I mean, just uh, even though, you know, I, I, I've been playing, you know, I said I was being, I've been really, really busy at the top of the podcast. The, the busyness has included, you know, trying to get in a couple rounds of a week. And, um, but man, golf, golf down in Arizona right now, it sounds really, really fucking nice. It was a treat. It was a treat. Uh, how's your, uh, how, how's your game? Good. Hit it good. Um, had some struggles on the greens at Estrella. They were, uh, since the last time I had played there, boy, it's probably uh, regional championship at Chico, 2002, uh, spring of 2002, and uh, uh, that was a complete desert course. Now there's houses around, but it's it's still a desert course. But uh, I think they've brought down the the square footage and the green size, and they were not as big as I remember them, or maybe I'm just hitting it not as good as I used to. <laughs> could, could be, uh, could be a combination of both, but, um, yeah, man, just a great, it was, God, it's blast. You get the, you know, 16 guys together and we're doing the, the first day we did two man best ball blind draw after the round. And then cool. we did, uh, 50 bucks a guy, uh, uh, half pops. And then the second day we did, um, uh, we didn't do blind draw. We blew, or we, sorry, we didn't blue. We, we drew teams, uh, Friday evening and we did, uh, four man teams, two best balls. And we did skins that day as well. And, um, Sunday, a few less guys showed up. Uh, maybe you were a little tired, a little inebriated from the night before, but, mm. um, yeah, we had some fun, man. The, the blind, the blind draw, two man best ball, uh, match and scorecards is, there's there's um it's, there's some anticipation to see what the final number is. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, that does sound. That actually sounds. But the the blind draw part of it, I really 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 enjoy. I, I might have to uh, institute and and use that uh, one of my one of upcoming events. That uh, that sounds pretty great. So who who's a big winner? Uh, Tony Arnsh and our buddy Tom Davies from uh from Vegas. They threw up a nice little net 63. Woo. Woo. And and. If anyone has played Quintero, uh, that is uh, they were they were hamming it and they were egging. Hmm. It's a stout golf course. I mean, it, it, to be fair though, it, it is a proven method of success. The, the little side of egg, you know, a little dash yeah. of ham, you just yeah. bam, just put that bitch right up. You feel and it was a, it was a ways out there. It's out in Peoria, and we were staying in uh, Paradise Valley. So it was it was a good. Um, it didn't help that we took a, a little bit of a, a run around, uh, but it took about an hour to get there. Um, and uh, you know the people the people are so nice. It's um, they understand that they're this is their gravy season and, and they want to make sure that we come back next year and they get it just like the people at Bandon. It's uh you know it's it's all about repeat business and um boy it was it was nice gorgeous gorgeous courses. Oh, man, that does sound that does sound nice. It, it, honestly, it really doesn't feel like that long ago when you were telling me, when you were giving me the recap of uh, of last year's Scottsdale trip when you guys went out and played TPC yeah. and yep. and. Uh, <laughs> Like it's funny because it doesn't seem like that long ago, but also you know things that happened last February, you know, you know beginning yeah. of March last year, also feel like they were a decade ago. 
Yes, it's been a long year. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's like it, it, it's like this is the as you were telling me about that. Thinking back to our, our same conversation last year, it was the first time that something happened in early 2020 that didn't feel like a lifetime ago. It was, it was yeah. really I, I don't know. It was a very strange sensation as you were uh, recapping some of that. So I I don't know if any of the listeners would have had that same thing, but uh, yeah, that's, it's wild, man. I'm I'm very excited. You guys had a really really good time. Oh, then flying flying out of Santa Rosa just gets easier and easier, man. Um, it really does. It just, it's so convenient. It's man. If, if you having an airport within 20 minutes of your front door, cannot, it cannot be emphasized how delightful it is to use that method of transportation. If it's flight, available to you, it's flight crazy. Was like your flight was like half full. So you had no, no, no one close to you. Um, on the return flight, you know, and it's not Southwest. So they're charging you for check bags. It's American. And it was thirty dollars for your first bag, forty for your second. Well, I they allowed me to upgrade to first class for seventy dollars, so it was actually sixty nine dollars and seven cents. So I saved a dollar by upgrading to first class, Kyle. Nice. And had my own row. <laughs> nice. Ah, oh, oh, you left, man. Perfect weekend. Perfect transportation there. Good time awesome. there. Yeah, that's, that's great, man. No, I'm really, really stoked that you had a good time yeah. and that you are back safe. You're feeling good. Um. Yeah, man, this, that, that, that's phenomenal. I mean, let's see here. But it's, it's been, what, almost, what, three weeks? Almost four weeks since we did a almost podcast a month, last? Since we, probably, yeah. Yeah, since we uh, all got caught up. And anything going on in the world uh, since I talked to you last? No, nah, man. Uh, you know, the golf course is still ticking. Um, just, uh, you know, the rain has kind of been uh, gapped out to the point where the golf course has been able to recover. Um, we're still busy as all heck. So it's, uh, you know, weather permitting, hopefully we... We stay this way. It's supposed to be uh, almost 70 degrees on Friday, where I get to go uh, get to play a little course called the, the Mayakama. Oh, you don't say. Yeah, so we're gonna oh. go. Uh, we're gonna follow up the Scottsdale trip and just kind of cruise right into a little Mayakama around Kyle. Just teeming with excitement and just a very minor slice of jealousy, man. That yeah. is going to be yeah. buttery on Friday. Oh my. It is. Oh, yeah, gonna be a good time. Good for you, man. Good for you. <laughs> um, wow. Whew. Man, you're just you're just keeping the heavy hitters going. I, right, right as you were about to say like I'm about to play a little golf, I was thinking, oh, skins game sounds really nice, and I was about to one up and be like, oh yeah, well guess what? I'm going to your office and I'm gonna try to get a little uh a little early morning round in a BV on on Friday morning. But then you told me where you were playing. I was like, all right, well maybe maybe you don't want to be a benefit anyway. That's fun, you know. Still cool. over here playing playing trump cards, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean. Shit, brother. If we're uh, if we're gonna get a couple news items out of the way, is that yeah, uh, is that where you want to start? I think so. All right, man. Uh, I I like it. You, my, my my boy Jeff Shackelford on his new uh, on his <laughs> new Substack blog. You know, really really like that Maggie Haberman quote from the New York Times, uh, where on January 11th, 2021, Maggie Haberman of the New York Times tweeted, "He's angry about impeachment. People who have spoken to him say, but the reaction to the PDA, PGA decision, quote." was a different order of magnitude. And oh, quote. boy. <laughs> man, yeah. It, oh, man. That it was going to be a nice little feather in his cap. Wow. Uh, uh, for his golf course business. Whew, man, I mean, do, do you think he finds a way to spin this into more memberships? Uh, <laughs> I, I doubt it. I <laughs> doubt it. He's, um, he's going to have to get a little crafty, considering that it sounds like uh, many of the uh, financial institutions that uh, uh, were, have been loaning him money over the last several decades uh, are, are no longer going to be allowing him to carry debt with their firms, and so he he might need to find a way to start coming up with some 
some serious cash here over the next few years. So I mean, maybe maybe discount memberships, maybe Bedminster. Uh, hey, come play the PGA Championship venue that wasn't. You know, I mean, this is this could be a really <laughs> nice uh, mar- mar- marketing, you know, tactic for the guy. I'm I'm, tr- I'm trying to think outside the box for Don. Former former host site. The, the only the only course to ever be stripped of a PGA Championship <laughs> due to its owner inciting, you know, some sort of violence at the Capitol. I mean, this is this this is as historic a golf course as there is in New York City, sans everything on Long Island and maybe everything else up near Wingfoot. I mean, am I wrong? The golf course that Twitter destroyed. <laughs> Oh God, it's phenomenal. It's a, uh, it'd be it'd be only fitting if if Twitter bought that golf course and turned it into their new headquarters, wouldn't it? God, that... <laughs> talk about a power move. Oh God, you know Jack Dorsey just trying to just put such a major league flex on everybody right now. Um, oh. man, yeah, that was some that was some crazy shit, man. I mean, I, I, I guess the question I'll pose to you is after everything that happened at the Capitol building last week, boat did do you think one? It's uh, it does it surprise you at all? And two, do you think uh, the PGA was warranted? And do you think they made the right decision? Well, I think you know he, Trump Trump did this to himself. Um, you know, with his comments, you know, he's supposed to host a tournament at his at his LA course. He buys Doral. Um, they take that event off the schedule after the wall comments. Um. And from all things I've heard about Bedminster, I've heard it's a fantastic golf course. So, yeah, that's that's like one, two, three strikes you're out uh, with the with the PGA and the PGA Tour. So, yeah, this is a blow, man. This is a big time blow. Yeah, and do, do you think the PGA either a made the correct decision, or do you think they simply did it to? Think, do you think they wanted I to, think, or is it because they wanted to, or they wanted to appease everybody else? I think Trump probably made the decision for him. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, sure. Kind of left them with really no choice uh, based on their the people that are on their board and executive committees and the history of the game. Like they don't want anything to tarnish that. You know what I mean? So even if they didn't need to, I think they were like, well, he didn't really leave us much of a choice. So yeah, that's that's, that's a tough call, man. That's you hate to see it, but I mean, there's also stuff you, you hate to read, and he he put a lot of that stuff out there, and I, I think he did this to himself. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the, the, the game anyway. That's it. You you can blame all sorts of people, but uh, you know, I I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that will disagree with us. But really, the blame person blame primarily, keyboard. yeah, the person primarily responsible for all of this is uh, is Don himself. I I, I could not agree more. Um, I, I will say this: it's it's a little interesting. So Seth Waugh, who's the uh, uh, president of the PGA of America. You know, I think he's a former either Goldman Sachs guy or something. I mean, he's I his he's, firm. He's, I don't think he's the president. Helm, I think he's Deutsche, Deutsche Bank or, or something. He's done something in the financial sector at one point. Yeah. And his his firm was actually, you know, used to lend Donald Trump money. And so it's like an extra layer of everything. But what I thought was kind of interesting and, you know, admittedly kind of weak is, uh, you know, when Seth Waugh came out to announce that uh, – they were going to be removing Trump administer as the host for the 2022 PGA championship. He cited that it's bad for our brand to go to the Trump course. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it wasn't so much, you know, I, I can't remember that there was another article that I was reading where they, they, they put it much more eloquently than I could, but essentially, you know, it's they, they're doing it because they think that Trump will damage the PGA brand. They didn't pull it because they were, 
basically appalled by the actions that he incited at the Capitol on January 6th. So, I, it, okay, we're, 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 we're mincing cares. We're pulling. What's the metaphor that I'm supposed to be using here, Boat? I'm, you know, I, I don't even know. Every time you talk oranges. about the president right now, even on a fucking stupid little golf podcast, I feel like yeah. I start tripping over my words because I know I'm going to offend like a whole bunch of people out there. So I just yeah. start to get all tongue tied and stuff. To each his own. The, the impact, I mean, we don't have to get into politics, but the impact it has on, on the sport of golf. It's pretty big, and it's you know it's it, you know his his courses in in Europe that have taken hits. Um, so it's I it it's yeah we probably won't see him get another contract. That's for sure. No, definitely not. And really, and here's here's the problem the the uh, the golf course that Donald Trump owns that is the most significant on a world scale when it comes to major championships is Turnberry. Yeah. And Turnberry, uh, since Trump bought the place has not has not been back there are no plans to go back um turnberry this is where the open championships you know outside of st andrews it's where it started it's one of the most historic storied venues well, it's not, a, lot, lot, a lot of famous lot of lot, lot of lot of famous uh, opens have been played there oh yeah and and here's and here's great so the rna uh released another statement yesterday um <laughs> It, uh, it can't be good for for Donald Trump, the guy who is absolutely heartbroken, uh, apparently, or, you know, order of a different magnitude, as uh, Maggie Haberman said, you know, with the, the news that his golf course had been stripped of its PGA championship. I mean, he bought Turnberry so he could be hosting major championships. For sure. Across, he was you know, hoping that was the first of many. I mean, I mean, and that's the thing is like when he bought the course, he actually spent a ton of money um, basically restoring and doing these different things that. Um, you know, a bunch of, you know, organizations had recommended for, to make sure it could be a, a top, you know, it continued to be one of the best open championship courses, um, in the Rota. Yeah. And this is the statement from the Royal and Ancient Golf Association yesterday. Notice they don't actually even have to use any names. That's how cold blooded this is. Uh, the statement from Martin Slumbers, chief executive of the RNA is as quote, we had no plans to stage any of our championships at Turnberry and will not do so in the foreseeable future. We will not return until we are convinced that the focus will be on the championship, the players, the course itself, and we do not believe that is achievable in the current circumstances. End quote. Powerful. Kind of direct. Power move. There's no mince words there. There's no, there's no hidden agenda there. It's like uh, their brevity is- and clarity was just stark. Uh, compared B, to oh, B, the, the, push, the, yeah. uh, round. I mean, the PGA of America's late Sunday Twitter announcement, and then and then you have that from the RNA. It's like, yeah, okay, we know exactly where they stand. Whereas the PGA, <laughs> I think it's pretty unlikely that Trump will ever get something ever again. But you know, they they didn't totally leave it out, you know, out of the question. But I I, I think we're all pretty, we all understand that's not happening. You know, at least without something radical changing. It's the world in the world of golf against Donald J. Trump. Donald J. Trump. Uh, now, I, I guess this, you know, this is where my my golf architecture, you know, nerd side comes out here, boat. So now let that, it out. Let it out. All right. All right. Hold on, just let me stretch here a little bit. All right. So the 2022 PGA Championship no longer has a host. Yeah. And there, and there are a lot of talks about where this tournament could get relocated to. Boat, I'll bet you would never. Uh, before I start talking about potential, yeah. Yeah. um, 
you know, replacement venues. There's been a, a few places that have been floated out by some big time writers like your Alan Shipnucks of golf.com and other things like that, um, where, you know, rumors they're hearing from people inside the PGA about where they could be looking to relocate to. But, um, I, were you, spill the beans. I'm not privy. Well, were, were you aware that you can actually go and, uh, uh, lay a little bit of capital on where well, you, you think can. the tournament is going to go get rid at, at betonline.ag, uh, their bookies have actually put odds on where the next host is going to be. Yes. God, are, I love, are they thinking? I love America. I, I can't wait for you to say it. I mean, are, are they thinking same region, or are they just going blank so canvas? The number, yeah, the number, uh, the two places, the two courses with the highest odds are still in the New York metropolitan area. Okay. Um, the odds-on favorite as of right now at uh, plus 200 is Liberty National. Yeah. I mean, you could see it. Uh, President's Cup was there, right? Um, I believe so. And they're going to be playing. The Northern Trust is there now. Uh, they're going to yeah. be playing the Northern Trust nine months before the 2022 PGA Championship at Liberty National. So I, for me personally, it, while I know it's a really nice golf course, yeah. I'm not really trying to watch them play um, a course that they played in a tournament nine months earlier. Am, am I, is, is, that, is that me being a little too, a little it, too needy? It happens. Um, it happens with some major venues. Um, Sorry. But yeah, what what else we got? Hmm. Okay, so number two, uh, Baltus Raw is at plus two fifty. Yeah. Uh, now Great here's ball. where here's here's where you start getting the. Uh, Tell me, Brookline is in this lineup. It is not, according to SpedOnline.ag, they do not have it. Um, oh, they do not have it on here. Um, but they do that have the recently, so great. Well, they have the recently restored Southern Hills at plus three hundred. Oh God. Dude, have you seen any of the uh, the videos or photographs of I have not, but Innovation Oklahoma, at Southern Hills? Oklahoma in are, are we back to August for the PGA? No, I think we're May. May. Uh, yeah, Dude, I, I can be on board. Stout golf course. Golf, it was a stout golf course. Now it's probably even more stout. The the guys at the Fried Egg have done a really good job of covering all the um the renovations that Southern Hills has undergone uh, under Gil Hans over the last. Gil Hans, Gil Hans, I, is, is it Hans Gruber? Is yeah. it Hans, like, you yeah. know, hands off? I, I I don't even know how to say the guy's last name. Jesus Christ. Um, so Southern Hills Country Club is at plus 300. Back to New York, Beth Page at plus 400. Ugh, we were just there. I know, I know. Uh, Congressional at plus 500. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is the Donald Ross course. I want to say kind of outside of Philadelphia. It is outside of Philly. Ironic would be pretty sweet. I think they just hosted. They hosted uh, a BMW, like a BMW championship. I want to say, was it last year or the year before that? Yeah. Beautiful looking golf course. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful looking golf course. Now here's the one I like at 10 to one plus 1000. This course is already slated to host a PGA championship. This decade, and I'm wondering if a lot of – because Southern Hills is also planning on hosting. They're scheduled to host a PGA Championship coming yeah. up. I wonder if some of these, it's the tournament would get – theirs would get moved up to 2022, and then somebody, they'd find a replacement for the year it was originally supposed to be held there. Oh, Oak Hill is like 2023, I think, right? Um, at Oak Hill. Uh, Oak Hill is uh, still to be determined. Uh, so the Oak Hill Country Club is actually on the list, but the odds – were there originally and then removed. Um, it, it looks like 20 to 1. Originally, Oak Hill Country Club was listed at 20 to 1, but now the odds have been removed hmm. on on the website. Uh, but the one that does still have odds up there right now, 
at plus 1,000, 10 to 1, the Olympic Club. Yeah, I was wondering if they were going to th- uh, throw the Olympic Club because they've hosted PGAs. The uh, Pebble Beach has hosted a PGA. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I was, yeah, I was wondering when we we're going to hear one of those courses. Uh, that'd be Olympic awesome. Club, yeah, Olympic Club at 10 to 1. Um, Valhalla at 12 to 1. Jeff Shackelford thinks Valhalla is a tasty, a tasty underdog at 12 to 1. I would, I would tend to agree with him. Yeah. I mean, him being your guy and all, uh, <laughs> I would really tend to agree with him there. Valhalla produces some, some great match play and even match play situations if it's a two dog race. So totally that, that I would like to see that. I, I, I so- love, and uh, who could, re- who could forget 2008 when they think him beat Sergio so bad. He was whacking the next. He didn't even know the match was over. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember that at all. That's incredible. Come back, Anthony. Oh God, that's great. You know, there's another course on here, boat, uh, whose odds have been removed. They are now TBD. But before they were removed, this place was listed at 14 to one. It has hosted a major championship recently. However, uh, I think the thought is that maybe they give this golf course another one, so the people can actually go and watch it since there was no fans uh, when the major championship was contested there earlier this year or earlier last year. Excuse me. It's 2021. What am I saying? Uh, what are we talking about? We're not talking about Harding. We are talking about Harding Park. I, uh, Odds have been removed, but it was listed at 14 to 1. Didn't they just lose the President's Cup though? I know that it is, it's going to become a regular tour stop with the because Steph Curry is doing uh, is hosting a PGA Tour event I believe in the fall and TPC Harding Park is going to start becoming an annual stop for as long as that tournament is around so I don't know how that impacts the other tournaments I don't know if they lost the Presidents Cup because of that or uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not totally sure I know that there was a huge commitment when they put all the money into it to have a certain amount of events there um. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd thought I'd I'd heard maybe they they, they lost uh, like maybe the 2027 20, Presidents Cup or something but I could be wrong, um, but uh, yeah I mean you get hey, the Bay Area likes their sports you get a full crowd there, um, maybe more Kawa doesn't hit driver to six feet on uh, 16 <laughs> you know what I mean highly possible yeah. highly highly possible um, now this one is not here on the odds here boat but the last one I wanted to leave you with. Uh, that I thought was pretty interesting. This was reported by Alan Shipnuck a couple of nights ago, right as the announcement was being made that the PGA was going to remove the tournament from Trump administer. Uh, there was one specific course that I have not heard of. They have not played a professional tournament at in a very, very long time for some very controversial reasons. Uh, understandably controversial, I should say. Um, do you know what Southern golf course was rumored to be in the mix that hopefully try to get its foot in the door and host the 2022 PGA? Southern golf course? Southern golf course. In the uh, great state of Alabama. Uh, Shoal Creek? Goddamn right. Yeah. Which, I'm trying to remember, what, do you, do you, off the top of your head, do you know when the last major at Shoal Creek, or the last big tournament at Shoal Creek was? I mean, it's oh, obviously it's, before the controversy, but. Either late 80s or, or early 90s, I gotta believe. Hmm. Oh, wait, what the hell am I saying? Wait, is this the same Shoal Creek? Is it Kansas City, Missouri? I thought it was in Alabama. Kansas City, what do you think? What are you talking about, Kansas City, Missouri? You're talking, uh, um, no, no, Shoal Creek's in Alabama. Yeah, Shoal, Creek's, Shoal Creek's in Birmingham. Dude, I just typed in Shoal Creek, uh, Shoal Creek Golf, 
And it brought me to some fucking hacky Shoal Creek golf course in, in Kansas City, Missouri. I was like, what the fuck? And I, thought, I, was, like, <laughs> I was like, damn it. Oh, what oh, the hell is going under? Uh, not that old of a golf course, Shoal Creek, by the way. It didn't open until 1977. It's a Jack Nicklaus design. Would, I think it'd be pretty pretty rad. Course rating well, is 76. We like that. As we, as we know, they, they are big fans of uh, Nicklaus courses. Kind of <laughs> yes. Pain respect. Yes. Very, very, very much so. Um, all right, man. Uh, let's see here. Bo- any other uh, any other comments or thoughts on uh, everything related to Don's uh, excommunication from golf and uh, the 2022 PGA? I think he's probably said enough for the all of us, for, for all of us. Yeah, great call. Yeah, great call. Well, hey, you know, okay, l- l- let's stay on the theme of uh, major championships here. Um, I actually, like not, so, not that so long. Yeah, yeah, thank you. You can call us the Brooks Kepka of golf podcasts. Yes. Would be accurate. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, some news broke, I actually think today. Uh, today, uh, headline. Limited number of patrons in 2021 at the Masters, along with the Augusta National Women's Amateur, uh, and the Drive Chip and Putt is also slated to happen. Um, plenty of questions to ponder, uh, but go boat. I'll, I'll kick it to you first. What's, what, what's your immediate thoughts when you found out that the 2021 Masters is planning on having uh, some patrons uh, walking the grounds of Augusta National? From what we've seen. Over the years, I think they can socially distance out there. Um, seems to be a fair amount. Of, they can, uh, but do you think they will? Do you think the patrons with amount. that I, name I think, will, will think, take it upon themselves to really show that uh, that restraint? That you don't want to be the you don't want to be the one guy oh. that got kicked Sunday because you were hugging your buddy. You know what I mean? Uh, Sorry, I think brother, you, they you, will, you, got, uh, you got cut off there for a second. You can say it again. I don't think you want to be that one guy that got too close to your buddy after a couple of seltzers on a Sunday coming down the stretch to where uh, you had to get rung up out of there. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, For sure. So I, I think I think once you're in, it'll probably be an agreement type deal when you purchase the ticket or when you're, you know, when they're scanning your ticket, um, you know, or your badge or whatever it may be. Um, it's it's an agreement and typically a pretty good crowd. Uh, I can't remember of too many people having to mean rem- being removed from the, from the grounds. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah. I think uh, they'll understand how special it is to be some of the select few and they will appreciate it and honor it. I, I would think so as well. It's funny because the only time since this pandemic started that I can recall basically seeing a decent number of fans at a golf event was that tournament in Houston, yeah. uh, you know, in fall and, there's a lot of people standing very close and uh, having a lot of fun with no masks yeah. on. And I was like, oh, man, it's going to make it really tough for them to try to get fans back in next year. But, hey, you know, tip of the cap to the guys at uh, Augusta National, Fred Ridley, the man himself, uh, the driver of the bus. Said, you know, if, if I'm going to trust anybody to make sure this event goes off without a hitch, it's Mr. Ridley. All right. He's Absolutely. He's talented. He's the talented Mr. Ridley, and let him do his thing. Um, <laughs> I love what you did there. Love oh, it. thank you. Oh, God, I feel really good right now. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Um, and then also, hey, I, I think a, also it's not on the same level, obviously, as the Masters, but yeah. the fact that the women's amateur is also going to get played is phenomenal. That's always a ton of fun to watch. Step in the right um, direction in so yeah. many ways. Yeah, it's it's really great, man. So I, I'm very excited. I think, um, you know. I really do think the lack of fans and the lack of the noise, you could almost 
sense the lack of excitement on the grounds for last year's Masters without the fans. So I'm hoping that even if it is a limited number of patrons um, for the 2021 Masters, I'm hoping that it really does at least give the the tournament the kind of feel that it sort of needs from those fans. Do, do you think if they're Couldn't running more. at 20% capacity, do you think that's still going to give it enough energy to feel a lot more like the major championship that we've grown used to over the years, Boat? Anything's better than nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's, I mean, even if it's just family members and, and VPs of, you know, these corporate tickets, uh, yeah, heck yeah. Silence isn't golden when birdies are made, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah. The, the silent birdies at Augusta, that, that, that was unsettling. Yep. <laughs> That's majorly unsettling. Uh, all right. Let's see here. Anything, uh, any other comments or anything that you wanted to, to touch on regarding to the masters here, boat before I move on? The commercials have started. The commercials have started. Have they? Oh, yeah. Oh, They've your boy doesn't have cable, so I'm, I'm, I'm no. out of the loop. <laughs> the commercials are already on ESPN. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Let's oh, get it on. God, that feels good. Oh, perfect. Right well, around speak, the corner. Uh, speaking of feeling good, I, I, it did make, because I like anything and everything Tiger Woods related boat. Um, and, you yeah. know, since we're talking about a tournament that, are, you know, the, the last Masters with fans was won by one Eldrick Tiger Woods. And uh, even though he did not play in the match three, which, you know, actually might be tied to this documentary, um, the first as of right now, the first part of the new Tiger doc uh, has been released. Have you had a chance to watch it yet? I have not. OK. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll dive into that later this week. OK, I will. I'll, I'll Mixed reviews. Uh, you know, apparently it's pretty scandalous. It, it is a documentary that is not, uh, you know, Tiger Woods had no part and really didn't want to have anything to do with this. It is based on the uh, the somewhat sultry uh, book that was written about Tiger a few years back that really delved into his personal life, kind of the effect that Earl had yeah. uh, on Tiger, what you know, what it made Tiger become, uh, both you know on the golf course and off the golf course. Talks a lot about all the mistresses and everything like that. So I think the I, I've watched the first half an hour of part one and the first half an hour of part one is incredible. I mean, it's an HBO documentary. So the, yeah. the quality, the quality is incredible. Um, yeah. and they do a really good job. Um, I, I know that I saw Lisa Cornwell. She yes, for- yes, she's been in the news a lot lately and she's she, been in the she, news she, a lot. She got a hot take. She's very, very hot. So I, I assume you saw her, uh, I did, <laughs> her, yeah. uh band- banding about the Twitter sphere, getting really fired up. Especially yeah. fired up at my boy Alan Shipnuck, who I will defend until the end. I, I I did not appreciate Lisa just coming at my boy Alan like that. We 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 did not need that kind of energy. Yeah, uh, I watched the uh, the Shipnuck episode of uh, was it uh, the No Laying Up um, the Tour Sauce California one. He kind of yeah. like hosted them at uh, at an NPCC. NPCC. Mm-hmm. I saw him in that light, and I was like, this guy is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, Alan Shipnuck is. I know he's well read and very smart and. Um, he's he's pretty dialed, so I, I really enjoyed that. But yeah, I mean, come on, stay off our good nook. Yeah, and that's the other thing. I I know that uh, Lisa Cornwell's making a lot of news for a lot of other stuff. I I have she's actually not had a chance to listen. For sure, she's well, got she's got a lot to say. Well, I see. I, I know that she basically went on to the No Laying Up Guys podcast last week and more or less just lit the place on fire. Like she yeah. was just coming out and basically was just trying to burn Golf Channel to the ground. But I don't really I I haven't heard about. I'm, I'm assuming that it's probably unfortunately like a lot of sexual harassment stuff and things like that, but I don't really know any of the details are, are you, are you up to date on all this going on? 
very little. I haven't I haven't dove into it. Uh, I'm sure there's gonna be more to come. Um, but uh, yeah, she's extremely unhappy. I guess she was passed over and probably just kind of felt like she was shoved down the river. Um, but she had a lot to say, and yeah, I, I don't I don't think we're done from done uh, hearing from her. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, most likely not. We'll, we'll, we'll wait till another podcast here, maybe the next couple of weeks, until uh, we can both uh, do a little more research. So we're actually uh, and there will yeah, probably we, be we more actually, to come yeah, out. Yeah, we actually know what we're going to talk about. And yeah, so exactly. But yeah, the, the the tiger doc. I think she took uh, exception because I guess the the end of part one, uh, you know, cuts to one of the the cocktail waitresses or the, the you know one of the the women that uh, claims to have uh, enjoyed a lot of intimate time with uh, yeah, with Aldrich. Uh, so she just was very offended by just the the tacky and trashy way that they finished part one to try to sucker people into coming back for part two. I I mean I'm gonna watch both regardless. Uh, I'm still gonna love Tiger regardless. Of what mostly I everyone is. Yeah, I mean I, I'm still like, I, I I kind of have a pretty good idea of what's in there because you know because I, I, of the book, but I'm still gonna love the guy either way. I really I really don't give yeah. a shit. Um, yeah. So all right, well we'll tell you what when we come back for our next up uh, next episode boat. We'll have both watched parts one and part two, and maybe maybe we'll even make it a totally separate pod where we just come up with a hot, total big review of the Tiger Woods doc. I, 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 I think like that, that that maybe is what what that I think that's what the people need. I like it. Yeah. Um. You know, I I know we're not supposed to talk about other podcasts, but I'm st- I still geek out on the uh, the band and uh, tour sauce videos just because I thought they were so well done. Mm-hmm. I still go oh, yeah. back and still go back and rewatch them, and then I was like, you know what? Let's see what other courses they played, and and they then they they've got the <laughs> with Big Randy and uh, Neil the, the strap where they they fly into a city and give them like five hundred dollars to play. Oh, uh, have you have you not seen the strap series before, dude? It is, oh, it's the it fantastic. is the, dude. It's the best thing on the and that's thing. I, I got no problem pumping those guys up on our platform, even though I have no relationship with any of those guys. I'm just a fan. Yeah. Um, the strap series again. This is. I apologize to everybody who's listening to this podcast. It's heard me go on this rant before, but the strapped series from no laying up on YouTube is the single best piece of content on the internet. They do such an awesome job. Those guys like if you want to go to a region and and play sweet golf courses, it's like, it's like a, it's almost like a, (laughs) it's almost like a Frommer's tourist guide for golfers looking (laughs) to, to have a a weekend with a boys on a dime. You know what I mean? And, And honestly, man, and they've, and the crazy thing about the strap series boat is like it's gotten better and better and better. Uh, Dude, with the production each- is the production is so good. DJ and I mean it's too. They've got me. I'm a big fan, man. I I it's that, the content I, I, I'm is I'm happy exactly- to hear that, brother. Yeah, no, they, they the, the no laying up guys are absolutely crushing the uh, the video content. Um, I, Dude, you know, so just, just just to nerd out here a little bit before. I, have you have you watched all of the strap series then so far? Yeah. Okay. Do do you do you have a favorite? Um. The Reno one was cool with the with the the uh, the BMX biker. Yeah. The dirt yeah. bike dude. Um, the one in uh, Peoria was good. Uh, they're the all good. Was man. was very strong. I yeah. I, I go back and forth. I think the two ones that I rewatched the most are gonna be New Orleans. Um, that was a good one where they uh, uh, God, who was it? Uh, oh yeah, Shane Bacon was like, hey, I got this singer songwriter. You guys gotta meet. Who's just an absolute dime and has a, like one of the best like female you know vo- voices I've ever heard. <laughs> and she 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 brings him beignets on the golf course. I was like, God, I'm so jealous of those guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that, and then of course that's that was the birth of uh, the, you know the great Saint Rapio, which yeah. which is obviously Saint tremendous. Rapio. And then I, I actually oh. love the Baltimore episode too. I, I thought I thought Baltimore yeah. was really cool. It's such a fascinating city. I love the wire. Yeah. 
they, they reference it a whole bunch. Yeah, those those guys are just absolutely crushing it. I love it. That's it's super fun to watch, and it's so easy to watch. Yeah, oh, especially if you're a if you're a, if you're a golfer looking to get stretch your dollar at some of these munis. It's fantastic. And 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 what I love about too is that they're actually showcasing a lot of these golf courses that yeah you know they're not going to host any major championships, or, but their golf course they focus a lot on golf courses that are instrumental to those communities that yeah. have a lot of history. I mean, really, they focus on the Bennett Valleys. The yeah. And Bennett Valley, you know, like I said, is anybody going to say Bennett Valley is the nicest golf course in Sonoma County? No. I might. I, yeah. I, I, mean, just, I mean, the land that Bennett Valley sits on is, is incredible, but Bennett Valley is more closely tied to the golf community in Santa Rosa than really any other golf course. And, and I love the fact that they're bringing more attention to those kinds of tracks because – when I go to a new place, in all honesty, that's actually probably one of the places that I'd love to go to most. Yeah, and I I, I tweeted at those guys. I was like, hey, if you want to do a strapped wine country, I would love to be your Sherpa. <laughs> no doubt. We <laughs> we could we could stretch some dollars. If that uh, if that's here. gonna be the case, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go ahead and insist that the two of us Sherpa yeah. them around the wine country. We, we I got yeah. that would be pretty good. I, I think we'd be able to take good care of them. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Strap boys, this is your invitation. Come to the wine country. Although. They've been doing a really good job about like raising money. Like whenever they're yeah. trying to decide where to go to a new place, they try to raise oh. a bunch of money for charities and whoever, little, whatever. Little do, little do they know, Kyle. Uh, myself and yourself and uh, and the broiler, uh, you know, with his uh, spring equinox invitational, the frisbee golf tournament. I mean, he raises. Uh, I think he raises five to ten grand just by uh, sponsors before we even leave leave the bus. So incredible. We've got some uh, some fundraising uh, some scraps here, if that's the case. And, uh, you know, we throw it out on the social media and we get to go find me going. And next thing you know, maybe we're hosting strapped wine country with those guys. I, I like that idea. And by the way, let me go off on a quick side tangent here real quick. I miss the spring equinox invitational so dearly. I, oh, I received it, the, SEI would, the SEI was a major for me. I, I, I got a text from the founder and commissioner just about two or three short weeks ago telling me that this year's uh, tournament was conducted individually uh he brought his uh his two children out as scorekeepers um and carded one of the best rounds of his life and said there was absolutely no foul play uh to which uh many participants of the last several seis uh did take exception to the commissioner's uh message uh so we, we will see uh, perhaps the 2022 uh sei will be back uh assuming everybody's all vaccinated up and stuff like that that yeah. It's not regular, you know, it's not golf, it's not golf, golf, but it is as fine a disc golf tournament as has ever been contested in Northern true. California I mean, and Oregon for the matter. Anytime, anytime you get free French fries and two for one pitches at all, Osceola's, yeah, sign me up. Sign, yeah, sign me right up. Let's go. <laughs> uh, it's perfect, man. All right. Uh, let's see here. We could talk to Tiger Doc. Really? But the last thing I got here on my little uh, list of things I just wanted to ask you about is, uh, did you hear Adam Scott's comments on the golf calendar from last week? What did he say? Basically, it was something along the lines of they're asking about, like, you know, the PGA Tour and like kind of getting the schedule right. And he basically came out and said what I think a lot of professional golfers think but don't say because they don't want to uh, murder the ability of the PGA Tour to sell sponsorships to non-major uh, championships when Adam Scott said, listen, and again, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, basically uh-huh. said, listen, the fact of the matter is there's like 10 golf tournaments a year that matter. Yeah. There's 10 that matter, and it's all about just trying to get your schedule figured out to kind of make sure you're you're 
playing well and you're you're showing up for these but like really outside of these top 10 tournaments like it just what what's the point i don't care and <laughs> I, I i couldn't agree more like i i just couldn't agree and what's crazy is as much as i love golf even i i started to have the feeling like you know now they says it like outside you know outside of tiger there is really only like seven or eight golf tournaments a year that I really give a shit about and really look forward to watching. I mean, I, I watch other golf. Here's the thing but, with those comments. Yeah. He better be planning on staying relevant because if he loses his status, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then getting, getting a sponsor's exemption into the uh, Safeway uh, or some of these smaller market uh, tournaments, I, I think he just probably threw that, that out the door. Um, yeah, but he made it very clear, both that he he always prefers to do his grocery shopping at Safeways. And that's a wrap. Thank you to each and every one of you guys that were able to last to the end of this podcast. Uh, really appreciate um, your guys' support. If you want to continue supporting this podcast, I would highly encourage you guys uh, to go leave us a rating and a review on iTunes, or if you know if there's any kind of subscribe button on your podcast player of choice. We always appreciate uh, you smashing that subscribe button. So, I got, I fucking hate that. What? Smash that subscribe button. Why the fuck do I say that? I, I never say that in my real life. I think I'm listening to too many other podcasts that use that. If you really like us, subscribe. There we go. All right. I'm sorry. With that note, everybody, have an awesome, awesome week. We'll be back soon. And until then, adios. <laughs>